0: Welcome to Leading the Leaders 7 Minutes of Leadership Podcast. I'm Craig Simmons, your host and president of Leading the Leaders, a small Christian-based veteran-ran leadership consulting group. We believe that proper leadership makes everything better and everyone better. Our design with the 7 Minutes Leadership Podcast is for the leader to take small bite-sized examples of leadership principles and apply those principles into their everyday life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself, and most of all, learn. Hello, and welcome back. This is Craig with uh, Leading the Leaders, and I want to welcome you to another leadership breadcrumb podcast. Um, Today, we wanna look at a pitfall of leadership, a pitfall of leadership. Since this is a pitfall, we would have to conclude that this is something that as a leader, we do not wanna do. And so we do not wanna practice this and we do not want to allow people that's underneath our direct charge to do so. What that pitfall is, which I'm going to cover um, within a couple of next uh, podcasts, several things that we could include in this, but we're going to start with this pitfall and we want to entitle this one the blame game, uh, the blame game or playing the blame game. Now, as the blame game suggests, this is a pitfall of leadership and we do not want to engage in it and we do not want others that are underneath our charge to engage in it. One of the subjects that we spoke on previously was being that of a likable leader. During that session, we acknowledged that if one as a leader, primary goal was to be likable, that they, in fact, would not make a good leader. Well, the same principle holds true for the blame game when a leader plays the blame game. We also, from a previous set of broadcasts, Podcast saw how, as a leader, one must use and engage in courage in a, in order to effectively lead or be a effective leader. Courage, we explain, was not or should not be confused with bravery. Courage is calculated and measured; it's a response to a tricky or um situation that could have some very bad outcomes, but we use the calculation in our methods in order to minimize those risks and therefore we exhibit courage. And it goes back to going to the leadership principles, not emotional, not making decisions off the emotions and feelings. Today, when we look at this subject of the blame game we're gonna compare it to the likable leader. And the reason why we wanna do this is because they have very, they have a lot of things that are very similar in nature. Matter of fact, let's speak on a couple of these things. If you look at the blame game and leaders that play it, the first thing we would have to acknowledge that why would I as a leader want to do this? Why would I want to uh, play the blame game? Just like it was with the likable leader is basically to shift responsibility away from myself and onto others. But here's a question. As a leader, one of our responsibilities are is to make timely decisions based off of leadership principles that enhance the organization or group that I'm leading. If I shift the blame, why would somebody want to follow me? If I play the blame card every time things do not go according to the way I believe it should go, or you clearly can tell that it's not the best position, why would somebody want to follow that type of leader? Because eventually it's going to get back around to you, the follower. That the blame will be shifted on you, and I can tell you, most followers need this now. Like we said before on previous broadcasts, on previous broadcasts, we said that emotional intelligence and the people that do not know or do not have high emotional intelligence will often blame others for things that are actually their fault. Does this sound like the blame game? yes it does so these things have they have all these things have the same thing in common where the leader themselves are trying to shift the blame and responsibility away from themselves onto someone else and the reason why is because just like the likable leader and just like the person who suffers from low uh emotional intelligence they want people to like them they throw away the principles of leadership in order to be likable as a leader and under these circumstances the leader is extreme is displaying that they possess low emotional intelligence that they want to be likable and that they are okay with placing blame on something that's actually their responsibility and shift it to one of their followers and i could tell you most likely their followers get most of the blame but it's nothing worse than a leader that always talks about their followers when they're the one who's supposed to be developing their followers. Now, we do understand that all, all followers are going to be good followers, but that's why you have to, at some point or time, um, have a system where you can then terminate them if they do not become what the organization needs. Now, let's go over quickly some of the similarities of the blame game and the likable leader. One, they both violate too many leadership principles. Two, they both discard hard decisions for easy ones. Three, there's no respect earned in both the likable leader and when you look at a leader that wants to play the blame game. Trust, no trust is established. Just like, just like with the likable leader, they do not build trust within themselves and their subordinates. The same thing is true when a leader wants to do the likable leader thing. No respect and trust produces a weak leader. It's the same concept. If I, as the leader, do not understand that when I shift blame for myself onto my subordinates or onto others, Others will see me without respect and without trust. And let me tell you, if you cannot have trust and respect, it's very hard to develop subordinate leaders. It's nearly impossible, actually. Now, one of the biggest reasons why we do not want anyone as a leader to play the, lead, the play the blame game, that is taking what is my responsibility and then shift it on to others, is because this concept would then become the the actual politics and culture of the organization where everyone, when they get a chance, instead of stepping up and taking responsibility for the actions and the deeds, they would shift it. And I can tell you, you will never become a learning organization when that's happening. But this is a leadership challenge, though. Leaders are the ones who must enforce that, one, they do not play the blame game. And the buck stops with them. So if they do not do it, they will not allow their subordinate leaders to do it. If you get a unit or if you get an organization and you see where everybody sort of do not want to take responsibility for anything, you find that as an organization or unit that a lot a lot of good things is not being done, because everybody just wants to re- just wants to re- to um, shift the responsibility from off themselves, and that's why quite often they're not worried about actually doing a very good job because they're going to put their name attached to it. They simply just trying to reverse or or shift the blame from themselves. Now we've been covering this pitfall, pitfall of leadership called the blame game. But let's finish off with anytime someone mentions that they want to do or they want to enhance something or they want to improve something and it starts with someone other than themselves, they're doing nothing but whistling Dixie. There's no way you're going to invoke change when you are not at the center of that change. Let me give you a stirring example of this. Let's say that I was playing a football game or a basketball game or whatever kind of game, you name your sport, it really doesn't matter. But I'm playing this game, and what it is I'm saying is, you know, I would be really good at basketball if that guy would stop blocking my shot. Or if that other team would stop hitting the basketball in the hoop and scoring points. Or if I was on a football field, I go, you know, I could be really good at football if the other team would stop tackling me before I got to the goal line. Now you ask yourself, do any of those concepts make any sense? They do not. But this is similar to what people try to do as leaders when they try to shift the blame from off themselves and then look at something someone else is doing. That is a that is a terribly shallow concept that will never work you're in especially in the business setting you're in competition for many of the same client and clientele as others you cannot expect them not to do what it is they need to do to be successful in to become successful in order for you to become successful that makes no sense so let's not try to play the blame game let's look in the mirror and as a leader Let's understand that we must be competent, which means we know how to do what it is we're supposed to do, and then we actually do it. The blame game is one of the pitfalls of regardless of what your leadership level may be. If you play the blame game, you will become minimal as a leader. And I can tell you, your, your, your followership will suffer mightily. I'm Craig with Leading Leaders, and we've been talking about the pitfall fall of leadership, in this case, the blame game. I thank you for your time and, and your listening. And as always, you have a wonderful day. God bless and happy leading. Thank you for joining today's episode. The 7 Minutes of Leadership Podcast. If you desire to get in touch with me, you can do so by going to our website, that is leadingtheleadersllc.com. You can also find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, as well as many other quality podcast platforms. Once again, thank you for listening and have a blessed day.